Hey, welcome to the Strong Roots Podcast. My name is Kristen Hill, and we are so excited that you're tuning in today. Our prayer is that you would move one step closer to Jesus through this series. So go ahead and check out this next episode. Hey guys, thanks for tuning back into this fifth episode in this season for Strong Roots Podcast. I'm John, and uh, this is my wife, Kristen. She's normally the host, but we're taking a break of her hosting so that we can interview her in this particular um, message just because we are really curious about what she has to say regarding the topic of being at the end of our faith. And again, I just want to applaud um, the production team behind the Strong Roots Podcast mm-hmm. for I just think visualizing and creating something that is so excellent. And uh, names like um, Nina Kokot yeah. and uh, you, Kristen, and Elise, and so many others who have worked hard to put these together. Uh, I don't think you realize Cooper. quite how much go into this. I mean, Cooper, Baumgartner, yeah, absolutely. So uh, anyway, we're just excited about this, and I'm thankful for all the people who volunteer to make this happen, including Kristen, who does this as a volunteer. So... Um, but let's talk about when I'm at the end of my faith today. And Kristen, I know you've had some personal issues with this feeling like you're at the end of the faith or uh, can I keep doing this? Mm-hmm. And uh, can you talk about the cost of following Jesus as it relates personally to you? I feel like cost of following Jesus can be different at different seasons. Right. I feel like there have been seasons of my faith where I felt like it's easy. Right. There's no cost. This mm-hmm. is awesome. Everyone... Everyone around me loves Jesus. Everyone is saying how much they love me, right? But I also feel like more so there have been times in my faith where the cost is so heavy and it feels unbearable. Um, Specifically, when I feel like God is calling me to something I don't want to do or I don't feel Mm -hmm. like doing. Um, When he's calling me to be faithful to something that I don't want to be faithful to. I think it's those defining moments that our faith really it's tested, and it gets stronger if we choose to follow him regardless of those right. feelings. So I know this has been a struggle for you personally. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about the cost of following Jesus as it relates personally to you? There are so many costs. Mm-hmm. I feel like, especially as a Christian, it's our time. It's spending our time investing in other people mm-hmm. and giving our resources to other people, giving up even time with you mm-hmm. and time with my kids, that selfishly, I, I, if I could just live my day apart from Christ, I would just spend all my time with you and the kids. Mm-hmm. And not that that isn't a part of my ministry and calling, but I feel like as Christians, he's called us to all people and he's mm-hmm. called us to love all people equally. He also says that our love, my love for you, should mm-hmm. look like hate compared to my love for him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, that is the kind of love that he is looking for. And I think it's so easy for us to just be complacent, to right. be comfortable, and to put our cross, lean it up against a wall instead of picking it up and following him mm-hmm. and choosing the hard things and choosing the things that maybe aren't easy. Right. And I would say at different times in our life, like that, that's been a big cost, you know, for yeah. sure. Like carrying that. And that's something that I feel like early in our marriage, right? You said, I don't know if I can do this, right? Oh, so many times. Mm-hmm. And also, even simple things like cleaning up my Facebook. Mm-hmm. I had pictures of me before Christ, whether it was out, that were just inappropriate, partying and just doing not cool things. And I feel like as a steward of Christ and what he's, you being in ministry, mm-hmm. right? 
you'd ask me to clean that up. And I feel like I argued with God and I was like, if I was only not married to him, I wouldn't have to be doing this. Or if I was only not in ministry. But I feel like that is so not true because he requires all Christians Mm -hmm. to follow him. I'm not... Christians who are listening, you are... (laughs) You are called to the same things me and John are called to. We're not right. super Christians, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. We don't go in the dark, as you said, at sisterhood <laughs> yeah. the other day. So where in your life do you struggle the most to believe that Jesus is faithful? Ooh, mm-hmm. where he is most faithful. Where you struggle to believe he is faithful. I think you kind of hit it already throughout this season, but... I think when it comes to our culture, mm-hmm. I think it doesn't seem like he's faithful when all these people who aren't following his plans and promises look like they're getting so blessed, look mm-hmm. like they're living the life, that I think sometimes it's hard for me to see his faithfulness when I'm following Jesus and my kids aren't turning out the way that I'd hope they turn out, mm-hmm. when I'm following Jesus and our marriage isn't the way that I'd hope it would be, mm-hmm. when my relationships with people aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. And I know that's unrealistic, but I think sometimes it's easy for me to question his faithfulness when I'm trying so hard to be faithful to him and my expectations of how his faithfulness should play out don't match. Mm-hmm. I think I would love to hear, um, have there been times in your life when you want to turn back from to your old life? And I know there are people watching right now who think, Oh man, Kristen Hill has never wanted to turn back to her whole old life. She just, she does glow when she sleeps and she's always faithful and always does the right thing. Um, Can you talk about that for a little bit? Yes, I 100% have looked and wanted my old life at different times. Mm -hmm. If not on the daily, there's maybe moments where I longingly look back at things in my old life. And even though... (laughs) If I were to go back into that body and in Mm -hmm. that time, I wouldn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. I know that God has transformed me from the inside out. My mind is different. My heart is different. My intentions are different. I'm more myself. The person God created me to be, the best version of me because of Christ in me. But there are things in my past that seemed easier. Mm -hmm. Not being convicted. Yeah, not being convicted of sin. That seems awesome. Mm -hmm. Not having to worry about hurting other people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Also, being able to live fully for myself, worshiping mm-hmm. myself, thinking I'm the best, and not having to give glory to anything but me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I longingly look back at that and be like, wow, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't. I mean, right. I have to say that. It, in hindsight, I can look back and think that it was, but I remember it wasn't. It was fundamentally unfulfilling. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I remember you articulating that to me, you know, early in our marriage too many times, like, you know, all the adoration in the world never filled. Well, also, mm-hmm. and I think something that's really healthy, that I confess those feelings to you. Right. I mean, there's been times, like I said, this is something that we talk about, but I'll process together. And I yeah. will tell you, like, hey, I fantasized about blank, mm-hmm. about my past. Mm-hmm. Or fantasize about being able to do whatever I want. Or I don't know what else. I can't mm-hmm. think of anything specific right now, but I think it's really been freeing for me to be able to confess that to you instead of shoving it down and being just bombarded by the enemy. I feel like when we don't address it or confess it, then he just torments you like, is that really what you want? Maybe you shouldn't follow God anymore. Maybe that was better. But by confessing it, it gives me freedom. 
it almost breaks the feedback cycle because mm-hmm. I think so often that's what we get trapped in, you know, especially when people walk away from their faith. I think it begins with a, a feedback loop of one specific lie yep. that we fantasize over and over and over again about. And, you know, you confessing those things to me, mm-hmm. um, I think was really helpful in breaking that. Absolutely. Uh, you know. And you being a person who was so kind and gracious. Oh, thank you. And would speak God's truth over me. It was so helpful too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say like inconsistent reactions and fits of anger was the best thing. Just kidding. I didn't do that. That's, that's the opposite. It's what not to do. But uh, so practically speaking, when you're at the end of your faith, um, what do you do to remain following Jesus? And you kind of already hit on this, but I want you to say it a little more succinctly. I think I kind of talked about this mm-hmm. at Sisterhood, the trust one, but I choose to believe God's promises right. over my feelings. I choose to follow what he says to do and to do good regardless mm-hmm. of my feelings. And I also confess because, again, I have found when I'm struggling with following Jesus, when I'm struggling with the cost, I have to tell somebody above me, a leader, somebody who can handle it, what my thoughts are, what I'm going through, so that one, it's off my chest and the Satan can't condemn me anymore. And two, so you can give me even just, whether it's looking at me being like, me too, but God is good and he is faithful and just relating and then sharing his promises and speaking it over me. But all of those things have helped me truly choose to follow Jesus regardless of whatever mm-hmm. cost. Mm-hmm. So how would you uh, encourage somebody who's at the end of their faith right now? Don't give up. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. And regardless of whether... I think if you've truly followed Jesus, I don't... When I chose to give my life to Christ and when I became a Christian, mm-hmm. I truly believe that I committed my life to Christ, but He committed to me. Mm-hmm. And I may feel like I'm at the end of my faith, but guess what? He is never at the end of his faith in me. Like he right. will never leave me or forsake me. Right. And I just imagine that if you are in Christ, if you truly surrendered your life to him, you can't be you can't be at the end of your faith because he is forever faithful mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. And so I think just clinging to that promise and don't I feel like a lot of people stop reading their Bible, stop going to church, stop talking to Christians and just kind of go off the deep end. Like, well, and tune out God in their life, which is the worst thing you could do when you're at the end of your faith. I think when you're at the end of your faith, you feel like it, you need to lean harder. You need to tooth and nail, just get closer to God in any way possible. Show up to church every Sunday, read your Bible every day, talk to God throughout throughout the whole day. That is what is going to recognize that God is with you and will never leave you or forsake you because he's here. He's present and he, we commit our life to him, but in his grace and undeserved, undeserving kindness commits his life to us. Right, right. No, I love that answer so much. And I know we've talked before. I think I think that going off the deep end is oftentimes the final decision that people make after years or months of compromise mm-hmm. in, in a territory that the Bible calls lukewarm. Right. And I think that's such a big struggle. I've heard you talk about that with a lot of people where, you know, you begin with a thousand small compromises Mm -hmm. that makes both lives, both your life for Christ and this new life you're cultivating apart from Christ, feel terrible, Mm -hmm. you know. 
Um, but uh, I love that answer. And uh, final question, why do you choose to follow Jesus faithfully? Because he's real. Yeah. Because... Yeah, that's a great answer. It, I don't even know if it needs to have anything else but that, but Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. It is... Everything he says in the Bible is true. I've seen it played out not only in the lives of my friends and family, but in my own personal life. Um, he is the only thing that has truly changed me. Right. He's the only thing who, that has ever saved me. And I, I always tell you this, but I don't know where I would be today if it wasn't for him. Right. And that's not just because he's a crutch. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus is not a crutch. It's just because that is who he is. He's holy, right. and he is merciful, and he is just, and he right. is love. And when you encounter him, it can't help. And when you invite him in, it changes you right. in all those ways. Right. No, it's actually fun for us to think about that, because I know we talk about how, like, we're quite certain that had we not been following Jesus, but we're married, we would have been divorced. Oh, and I think I'd be divorced multiple times. Right. But we think about that, you know, and we think about the mess that that would bring to our life regarding, you know, blended families and everything else. And it's Jesus that kept us together, Absolutely. you know, which I think is really cool. And, you know, being at the end of our faith, you know, and thinking about leaving, it's like, oh, man, like, th- look how God has blessed us and look where he's brought us. And uh, just amazing to think about the way that he's blessed us together and the journey we've been on. But um, we're going to end this episode on that question. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And next week, we're going to talk about God's facts over my feelings. And this is a topic that I'm personally quite passionate about. Mm -hmm. Kristen will be interviewing me again during that. And I just want to thank you uh, for tuning in. I'd ask you to, to like and subscribe to this podcast. And we look forward to seeing you next week. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to follow us on our other social media platforms. We don't want you to miss out on any future content. Thank you so much again, guys. I hope you have a great day. And I want you to know I am personally praying that your roots stay strong.